0: Hey, hey, what's going on, everyone? Thank you for tuning in. Welcome to the Counseling Corner podcast, helping you better support your son or daughter with social, emotional, and academic strategies with our weekly 10 minute episodes for parents, teachers, and anyone who works with kids. I'm your host, your coach, and your counselor, Mark Bruce. I'm also a school counselor in the Fairport Central School District. Thanks again for joining today, and I hope you enjoy the episode. sometimes i just love youtube youtube is one of those beasts where you can get lost in a deep deep dive of things that mean nothing things are just low-key entertaining things that take you down a rabbit hole that you regret aggressively and let me tell you that's happened to me before however You know, YouTube can be super valuable if you're curious about a specific topic. If you want to learn about something, um, because there's so much free information out there. You know, now nowadays, you know, people are monetizing and scaling businesses. People are, you know, developing their own brand and their own, you know, way to educate. And that's where there's so much great information if you just want to learn about a topic. And this is where I tell a lot of kids, you know, you know, don't don't tell anybody, but I tell kids if you want to learn something, go on YouTube. So with that being said, a great segue, um, you know, I was looking up looking up for some topics to talk about today and I came across um you know some helpful tips for child development and you know it brought me to a video about the attachment theory this is something that brings me back to my grad school days where we talked about what the attachment theory was um and you know it's kind of the the name explains itself you know what what are the effects of um uh what are the effects of having a strong attachment with, you know, families, with parents, with siblings, with um, loved ones, spouses, whoever it might be, and the effect on the human body, the effect on the human brain, how that person develops, how that person connects um, with others. And, you know, I dove into this video and I'll put this video in the notes, but it it really was just enlightening, you know, right? It's stuff that when I, when I start talking about it, you may say like, yeah, it makes sense. I knew that, you know, but I think we really need to think about it. Because when we're dealing with kids, um, especially in the public school and even in private schools, but really in the public school, you know, we we have kids of all different backgrounds, all different races, cultures, um, and we have to remember that we don't know where they're coming from. And if we have kids coming from a family that whether it's a family of kids who are divorced, whether it's a family where a kid lost a parent, whether it's a family of a a kid coming from a family where parents just don't have a strong relationship, that is going to affect their behaviors and how they develop and grow and then attach and connect to others. Um, So with this theory, you know, what it's saying is if, if a kid has a strong attachment with home, Um, you know, even if it's, you know, not mom and dad living at home, that's going to have, that's going to play its role. But if mom and dad have strong attachment at home, right, when they leave home, they are going to be that much more confident in exploring the world, trusting others, believing in the environment that they're in, um, is going to help them where they can feel secure because these kids know that. They're going to be able to go home and mom and dad are going to be there. They have this strong attachment, connection, security with the people at home. So that means when they leave, they're going to feel more open and willing to comply and show us those expected behaviors. Um, they're going to keep their brain in the group they're going to listen to redirections and then there's the adverse right when when a kid is coming to school when a kid is leaving home and the connection the attachment is weak you're going to see the reverse and common what we see with kids is that big emotion is fear right there's this blanket of fear which encompasses all these other emotions of insecurity Um, you know, feeling disconnected from their self, um, feeling lonely, feeling angry, mad, tired, right? That's going to be because there's no security at home, right? They may have to go from mom's house to dad's house. They may be going home to just mom or just dad. And, you know, that parent could be working twice as long because they have to make up the other person's difference in that inco- income, um, you know, they may go to grandma and grandpa's every day after school, not knowing when they're going to go home because of the parent work life, um, you know. So this is where having that weak attachment, that disconnect from home, is going to affect how that kid presents themselves at school, um, you know. So we have to question, you know, if a kid has a single parent at home if a kid is dealing from dealing with divorce or loss right the question is when did that happen because that can affect their ability to behave or what they're bringing to school what age was it which parent had passed away or what parent do they live with um and then you know we look at age can age can depend on how that child is behaving if you have a kid who lost a parent or the parents got divorced and they're living with one parent or there was a there's a huge disruption in their parents connection at home and that was at a young age you know like under six you know five or four right that can affect how they develop when they're coming in, in kindergarten or third grade or sixth grade or whatever it might be whatever that transition is um and that could be the difference between a kid who maybe they lost a parent when they were seven years old or maybe their parents got wow. divorced at seven. They could have had that strong connection with home, with mom and dad, and mom and dad do a great job co-parenting or if a parent passed away, the connection was strong. So they may be okay because they they know when they go home, there's a parent at home who has shown them that connection, that love, so that attachment is strong. You know so you get different personalities different behaviors right if a kid has a strong attachment they can develop into a trusting loving confident individual right there's always different things can affect that that's not for every kid however if, if the if this attachment theory is valid and the attachment is strong at home the kid can develop into trusting others loving others being confident about who they are um and this is where you know they're showing those expected behaviors you know but if there's a an issue at home where the attachment is weak you could have a kid that's anx- anxious and ambi- amb- ambivalent um you know where their mood's unpredictable they're very moody. You just don't know what's going to happen. You're walking on eggshells, and this person can act out for attention because the attachment that they've been given, the connection they've been given, is only given when they are, you know, showing big feelings. You can get a kid who's anxious, avoiding, right? They they just don't want to connect. They don't want to interact. They're super quiet. Um, you know, they just they don't want that attention. They're used to just being quiet, being scared. And if they act, when they have acted out, when they have tried to get attention, you know, if, if the connection was weak at a young age, um, they may learn to just be scared all the time. And they just don't want to speak up. They don't want to draw any attention because to them, anytime they have, uh, you know, a behavior or a feeling, In their mind, they reflect back to the younger ages where development has been the strongest, where they were yelled at, where they were disciplined aggressively. Um, You know, maybe they were sent to, um, you know, a a nursery or daycare or were parented by, you know, a family member because, you know, one parent worked all the time and their way of of parenting was very different, more strict, right? So this is where the, the kid could be anxious and avoidant. And then there's uh, then there's if there's a really really bad connection at home um where it's very minimal right that's where a kid can develop as feeling unworthy or loved you know they're they're, they're they're unworthy to get to feel compassion they're unworthy to accept love and that can really make it hard for them to have a strong sense of their self so this is just diving into like what happens when a kid's coming to school And the attachment from home is very weak or very strong. And this does put pressure on us as educators, right? Without a doubt, right? We're only with kids for six hours a day, 30 hours a week, maybe a little bit longer depending on clubs. Um, But that's, it it is, it does put pressure, but it also gives us, brings light to the thought of when a kid comes into our room, our school, our environment, um, they can get that, they can have that same sense of attachment, that attachment theory is valid within the classroom. It may take a little bit longer and you may have to work a little bit harder. Um, you may need a little bit more support. You may have to bite your tongue a few more times. So you let the kid know that, you know, we, that I want to build a strong attachment. I want to have a strong connection. So when they come to school, they know that they're safe and secure. Because if a kid comes to school and they're feeling unsafe and not secure, then they're gonna come into school feeling unsafe and not secure. And if we don't work hard enough to help a kid feel safe and secure, right, they're just bouncing like a ping pong ball back and forth, not knowing where to go. And this is where we can have some of those students who have real big feelings. You know, that the community front outside of school and in school isn't helping them feel like they have this strong attachment. Right. Easier said than done. There's, you know, believe me, I'm a school counselor and I'll say this left and right. Some of the things that I do with kids, whether it's a one on one, a three on one group, a five, it's easier than being in a classroom with 20 kids. I get it. But this attachment theory is super valid. It, it, it's it's science based practices. It's researched, um, you know, so so this is just what could happen with a kid if they're coming from a secure home and, and or if they're coming from a not so secure home right so when we get a kid who's has has a and this is where the human body's so crazy you know the human body's really really crazy because when a kid who's coming in with a decreased sense of attachment you know they could have an increased level of stress and stress and we all know how stressful stress is it affects what goes on in the body Um, You know, so think of yourself as an adult and think of your most stressful times. And, you know, did it lead to you getting sick, right? You know, your immune system shot. Did it lead to you being quick um, quick to react? Did it lead to you having some other health concerns? Because the same thing happens with young kids where if their decreased attachment will increase their stress levels meaning their cortisol levels will you know skyrocket meaning they're constantly in a sympathetic state so their heart rate is always pounding always beating they're always alert you know fearful of what's going on very you know impulsive reactant based Um, this can be looked at that toxic level of stress and right, that's going to affect their development. It's going to affect the expression of their genes. It's going to affect how their body is forming because of this heightened level of stress at such a young age. It's different than someone being 30, 35, or 40 going through you know, a rough home stretch at work or a rough home stretch at home, um, dealing with some loss or whatever it might be. Right? You may not have had 30, that's 30 years where you weren't in that heightened state. But if you were in that heightened stress state at three years old because of a family, a parent divorce, a parent loss, a traumatic you know, family loss of a sibling or a, or a home life that was very stressful, that's a long time to deal with that. Whether it's three years old to six years old through that developmental stage, whether it's you know, five years old to 12 years old, um, that can really affect the behaviors of a kid. You know, so I don't think I'm going to end this with any actionable steps. It's more of an awareness, more of a educational um, breakdown of this attachment theory. Like I said, I'm, a tab, I'm going to put this in the, in the show notes, something that you can dive into a little bit further. You know, but I think awareness is super important. I think just being aware of the effects of, of, of not having strong attachments at home and how can it affect kids at school. You know, the hope is it just drives more empathy. It drives more patience, it drives more understanding that it's not these young kids' fault if they have gigantic feelings that are irreversible. It doesn't make it any easier, believe me, I I get it without a doubt, Um, but having that awareness um, could drive a little bit more empathy, could drive a little bit more patience, and I think that's the point of today's episode. So I hope um, this this brought some insight to you, can help shift your practices or shift your lens. Um, thanks for tuning in. Share with a colleague, with a friend, um, and, and like and subscribe to this page as we're as I'm trying to push out more weekly content. Uh, enjoy the day, enjoy the week. I hope the holiday was great, and I will be talking to you soon. Take care. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you took something away and found it helpful. If you want immediate updates when our episodes come out, do not forget to hit the subscribe button. To help spread the word about this podcast, please share with a friend or share on social media. The more listeners there are, the more support we can provide. For more information about what is going on at Northside, please follow us on Instagram and Twitter. If you need support for your child or have questions, please contact the school and we are here to help. Again, thanks for tuning in and have an awesome day.